Today, our two players battle it out for bragging rights and some awesome prizes for a home listener. This is the Star Trek CCG Game Show. Johnson want to say welcome to another episode of the Star Trek CCG Game Show. And today we're doing a special episode, a cross-promotion between uh, my show and Section 31. So that means these two contestants really need no introduction, but we're going to introduce them anyway. We're going to start off with Mr. Dan Hammond. Uh, welcome, Good Dan. day. So Thank Dan, you for having us today. Dan, uh, can you tell me an interesting story about uh, something that's happened in a 1E game with you, either recently or in the past, just something interesting? You know, uh, when I get asked that question, my mind goes to one player and one player only, and his name is Franklin Kenter. <laughs> a good friend of uh, all of ours, I'm sure. Uh, we played in a cool tournament a while back. I don't know if I've told the story before on, on our show or not. Um, and Franklin's deck was designed to have his opponent score minus infinite points. Um, which, which, you know, worked just about in every round. Um, it was, it had to do with capturing a ship and a guy and, uh, giving the ship back to you with your own guy on board. And then it being at a nebula with, uh, a, a, a Kobe, was it Kobayashi Maru? Is that, no, no, uh, Frankie Ingenuity, which one should want to add a, a computer skill to, uh, to the mission requirements? Yeah, they both do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So that's on the mission. So now the nebula has a computer skill as a mission requirement. And then goes and gets the whales and beams them up and down from his ship. Uh, so that he keeps scoring points. Every time he scores points, my crew faces a dilemma on the nebula, which is lack of prep. I don't have computer skill and I lose 10 points. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, wow, so. Indeed. <laughs> How cool he just pulled off. Uh, he said, "Okay, I'm just going to keep doing this until you have minus a lot of points." And I said, "Okay, uh, I have minus a hundred thousand points. Can I take my turn now?" <laughs> Jeez, that's awesome. That's why you guys probably play a lot of Tui. All right. Uh, well, um, today uh, your buzzer sound today is. And also needing no introduction, joining us today is Rogue Schindler. Sir Rogue, welcome. Thank you very much. I'm excited to be here. Very good. I'm glad that you guys could make it. So, uh, do you have an interesting Star Trek story or anything like that? <laughs> uh, uh, card game related? or uh... It doesn't matter. Something, something interesting. I don't know. My my favorite card game story always in, is is one I've told on the show before, uh, but it involves Dan and it's funny, so I'll tell it again. Okay. Uh, we were at a regional uh, back when regionals were really huge, like 50, 60 people uh, in Northern California. Probably 90 something, 97, 98. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're at neutral ground in Mountain View. Dan was playing a Klingon Death Yell deck. Uh, in which, true to the card, he would yell to warn the dead <laughs> in earnest. Uh-huh. Um, 
when his honor Klingon died, so he could score five points. And by the third round, uh, and he had done this at least once or twice, uh, you know, uh, per round okay. uh, in each game. By the third game, he did it again, and, and the uh, manager came over to the to, to our Star Trek TD and said, that guy's got to stop that. He's scaring the magic players. <laughs> <laughs> Nicely done. Well, did, uh, did you did he stop? Uh, you know, he did, and then like the very next round, he got called out by a super rules lawyer who said that he could not score the five points because he did not yell to warn the dead. <laughs> uh, and again, that's why we all play 2E now. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Well, uh, luckily, the TD ruled in, in Dan's favor, oh, that's uh, and rightly so. Very good. All right. Uh, well, well, thank you very much, both of you, for joining us today. Uh, today, your buzzer sound, Rogue, will be... So today, uh, we'll have several prizes that are available. Uh, we're going to give those prizes away to a random listener, and uh, yeah, Rogue and Dan will be taking care of that. And be sure to tune into Section 31 for more information on how to sign up for this contest. You can find a link to their podcast at the bottom of the CC's page near the Tribbles information. So, uh, <clears throat> uh, today's winner of the show, well, just for showing up, uh, you're going to receive a sealed pack of your choice uh, from my collection. I've got available Premiere, Alternate Universe. If you pick Premiere, Alternate Universe, you get multiples of those. What have we got? Uh Deep Space Nine, First Contact, Dominion, Reflections, Trouble Tribbles, Voyager... Or, if you like, I do have sealed packs of 2nd Edition and In a Mirror Darkly. So, um, Dan, what would you like to give away to a potential uh, contestant winner? I let uh, the Reflections pack. There's something for everyone in there. Indeed. Very good. And uh, Rogue? You know, I uh, am really enjoying Block, but I am even more looking forward to the next Block. So I'm going to go with Deep Space Nine. We'll get somebody ready for uh, for block two. Love it. All right. Well, so uh, some lucky listeners going to win those packs, and uh, today's winner will receive an additional sealed pack of one e cards or two e cards. Um, and if you win the bonus round today, I'm going to give you a V foil out of my collection, one uh, e or two e. Uh, let me go ahead and explain the rules of the game. Uh, so today's is a little special. We're playing trivia from not only 1E, but also 2E and Tribbles. Uh, the object of the game is to have the most points at the end of the round, or the end of the game. Today's special episode will have just one red alert round with a Fizzbin round in the middle. And it's going to be a fun one. I'm going to have you guys work together on that. You're going to win some extra prizes for a listener at home. So let's get started with round one, red alert. <coughs> I'm going to ask both players a question. Buzz in as soon as you think you know the answer. If you're correct, you're going to win five points. But if you're wrong, your opponent will hear the entire question and have a chance to answer. You won't lose any points for a wrong answer in this round. Here is question number one. Name three of the 1E template cards that have the skill of section 31. Uh. No takers? All right. Well, oh. oh, Rogue's going to try. Sure. Uh... Luther Sloan. That's one. Malcolm Reed. That's two. Uh, which Malcolm Reed, however? The uh, second one. Define <laughs> <laughs> Can you tell me which set he came uh, from? Uh, straight and steady? Yes, very good. And one more, please. Admiral Ross? I'll accept it. Uh, 
does. He can mm-hmm. add the skill. Uh, that's true. Um, so, yeah, we're going to give you five points for that. Other correct answers include Admiral Cartwright and Dexter Remick. Dexter. Oh, Remick. Remick. Uh, wow, puts yeah. Puts Rogue to five. Dan has nothing. I'm sure that's going to change. Question number two. I feel like we should have done better on that one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Question number two. <laughs> uh, okay. Both of us, right? Uh, yes, both of you. Shame on both of you. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, question number two. Which 2E dual dilemma with a cost of two includes the following game text? Your opponent may have more than three copies of this card in Rogue. Infestation. Infestation ah. is correct for another five points. Puts you to ten. Uh, Dan still has nothing, but we're moving on to question number three. From the Tribbles CCG. Hopefully Dan has a maybe a better shot at this one. I don't know. Uh, from the Tribbles CCG of one Tribble Cycle, one Tribble Reverse, or one Tribble Skip, which is not an actual Tribbles card? Dan? Go with uh, the second one you said. The second one, one Tribble Reverse, is correct for five points. Very good. Get All right. On the board. Rogue has ten. Dan has five. We're moving on to question number four. Question number four. In 1E of Terran Empire KCA... Ah. <laughs> or my team of these factions. Which, Sorry. That's okay. Uh, which icon appears the most times on personnel and ships? Rogue. I, I, sorry, I lost it in, in Dan's uh, chuckle, but I, I believe the options were Terran Empire and KCA. It was actually Terran Empire, KCA, or Maquis. Or Maquis. Uh, yes. I'm still going to go with Terran Empire. Terran Empire is... <laughs> Correct. Uh, uh, you don't lose any points for that, but uh, uh, I'm gonna have to go with Maquis then. Yep, uh, it's gotta be more Maquis than, than than KCA guys. Are there it's really that many Maquis? Uh, yeah, uh, I did a quick count of this. Uh, we've got 32 KCA cards, 33 Terran Empire cards, and 36 Maquis cards. Wow! Wow! I, I didn't realize it was that close between KCA and and Terran Empire. Yeah, I think it's a lot of the uh, a lot of the Tui gives Maquis extra. I'm not sure why the Terran and the KCA are so close, but it's kind of interesting. <laughs> Probably because all the good ones have both. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so Dan, that gives you another five points. You're at ten. We have a tie game. It's uh, yeah. ten for Rogue, ten for Dan. We've got to question number five. Hands on buzzers. In one E of the navigation subcommand icon, the alternate universe icon, or the hidden agenda icon. Which does not appear on the card Eliminate Starship? Dan. <laughs> My choices were uh, it, it is not Hidden Agenda and it is not Navigation. I'm going to go with the other one. The Alternate Universe icon? Oh, yeah, I think that we can get an eliminate starship. I changed my mind. I'm going to go with navigation. That is correct. Navigation subcommand points. icon. Very good. Puts you to 15. Uh, yeah, right. it's a little tricky one. Uh, but uh, yeah. Dan, forget about that, that random probe. Uh, right, yes. It, it's, uh, it has an AU icon as a probe for some reason. Anyway, uh, so uh, we're going to take a quick break here to play Fizzbin. I'd like to thank MC Cola for his theme, A Dangerous Game. Before we move on to the last five questions of the round, we've got Dan at 15, Rogue at 10. Uh, Fizzbin this week is called Conspiracy. Now, uh, I've been 
watching the uh, Blu-rays of the season one that just came out, and I am just stunned with the episodes. They're beautiful. Uh, in <clears throat> in honor of conspiracy being out in HD now, uh, <laughs> I've made a Fizzbin round where you need to identify what is wrong with 10 personnel. And the way this is going to work is uh, 10 personnel have been selected before the show. And either their classification, if they're a 1E personnel, uh, or their regular skills, if they're a 1E or a 2E personnel, have been modified. So one of these skills has been modified, and I need you, uh, you and Rogue, working together to identify the one change on that personnel. If you can identify the one skill that shouldn't be there, it, the skill will have replaced another skill that's actually in the same place by order. So if it's the first listed skill that was replaced, it'll be listed first, whatever. Uh, the way, so uh, if you can identify what skill is wrong, you're going to win that personnel, that rare card, and play for another. Uh, the game does get harder as it goes, and the 10th personnel is an ultra-rare card. It's a uh, Jadzia Dax foil from Blaze of Glory. Ooh. So I want both of you to work together uh, um, to come up with a guess. And I'm a nice guy, so uh, I'm going to allow you, before you guess, once per this Fizzbin round, to throw out a card and say, I, I, I have no idea, let's just move on to the next one. All right. All right. So, uh, your first personnel card this week is Jean-Luc Picard from Premiere. All right. Uh, from 1E Premiere. Uh, it's a white border. And he is an officer. His first skill is Diplomacy times 2, then follows Leadership then honor, then anthropology, then navigation, then music. Can you tell me which skill is incorrect? Anthropology. Yeah, it's got to be archaeology instead. Okay, uh, that is correct. You win Jean-Luc Picard for a home listener. Very good. Nice. All right, we're moving on to uh, personnel number two. It's Quark Resistance Informant, a foil from, I guess, Reflections, but it's the Call to Arms uh, Quark. Right. His skills mm. are acquisition, anthropology, diplomacy, and treachery. Can you tell me which skill is incorrect on this personnel? No, if he, that one has treachery. I, I don't think so. We're going to go with that one. Treachery is correct. Very good. Uh, so you win a quirk for a lucky home listener. Question. Uh, personnel number three is Sila Premier from 1E. A whiteboarder. Uh, she has VIP as her classification. Skills of diplomacy, leadership, greed, and youth. Can you tell me which skill is incorrect on this person? With I think VIP that greed's got to be treachery instead. I agree. All right. That is correct for uh, awesome. another home listener. Very good. You guys are blowing through these really quickly. I'm getting worried about that Jedzia. All right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if we get that far, it's golden. Yeah, I agree. Because <laughs> you can name the skills right now, can't you, bro? <laughs> Maybe. No if you're a little worried about one of these personnel, just throw it out. We'll move on to the next one. Uh, Michael Eddington, uh, traitor to Starfleet from Call to Arms, a foil. Uh, he has the skills of engineer, programming, transporters, and treachery. I feel like transporters is the oddball there. Yeah, I, I'll agree with that. All right, uh, that is correct. Oh, boy. All right. Very good. Woo! That transporter should be security. Very good. We're moving uh, on to personnel oh, number five. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we're moving on to personnel number five. Uh, 
This is a founder leader from the Set Dominion. Her classification is VIP, and her skills in order are treachery times two, leadership, exobiology, science, and biology. Which skill do you think doesn't belong? I'm going to go on a limb here. I think it might be that biology, but I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't feel like she has both of those. I think you might be right. Biology is sounding pretty good. I don't know. I'm not certain on that. But uh, that's what I'm going to guess. Going with the bio. That is yeah. correct. Very good. Right. Man. I, I, I knew she didn't have both, and exo sounded more right. Did she have is she law? Is that what's supposed to be there? Uh, yeah, that's right. She's supposed to have law in that place. That's right. All right. Man, I can't get anything by you guys. All right. Well, hopefully this won't stump you. Uh, <laughs> actually, I want you guys to go all the way. Um, Maximilian Forrest, confident captain from In a Mirror Darkly. Eight skills. Does he just have them all? Yeah, he yeah he's got every skill. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's hope you can find the treacherous right. skill in there. All right. That's not a clue, by the way. Uh, archaeology, biology, law, leadership, medical, officer, transporters, treachery. Do you need me to repeat that? No, I don't think he has medical. Yeah, I think you're right. Regular Forrest has medical, but, but Maximilian does not. All right, that's correct. You guys are winning a lot of cool prizes for someone at home. That's six rares down, four to go. Next one up is Tabor from Voyager. It's a fed border Tabor. Very pretty. His classification is security. His skills are honor, youth, security, resistance, and stellar cartography. Well, I've got no idea on this one. Um, if I had to guess, I'd think his classification is wrong, but I don't know who would be instead. Oh, God, those all sound right. Uh... <laughs> I don't remember him being pullable, you know what I mean? With the uh, Finn Homeworld? Uh, yeah. That's a good point. I do look for the security guys with for Defend Homeworld to get resistance going. Uh, so he said security twice? Yeah. So. Uh, That's wrong. Security. That's wrong. Yeah. He's not a double security. He's. I would say something isn't... Do we have to identify which one is wrong? Yes. Yeah. One of those is wrong because he's a security engineer. All right. Uh, classification or the skill? I'm trying to think of my head, looking, imagining the card, and which one looks more right in the skill box, an extra engineer or an extra security down there? Well, I've already been wrong once, so what do you think? <laughs> I want to say the classification is wrong. All right. Well, that because you were so confident. Dude, well, okay, and we still got. I know we're we're yeah. we've got it narrowed down. I hate to to use our our, oh, our right. lifeline on this, but <laughs> the alternative is is fifty fifty losing it. No, I'm 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 confident he is not double security. All right, he would be more useful if he had an engineer as classification. Use more equipment that way. It's true. I'm leaning that way. I, if I was going to have to pick, I would do that. All right. So let's go for that. Classification is wrong. He is not a security classification personnel. He's an engineer. That is correct. Very good. All right. Woo! <laughs> Talk it out. Woo! That 
was fun. All right. Well, very good. Uh, that's seven down. Seven awesome cards won. Moving on to number eight is James T. Kirk, Brutal Barbarian from In a Mirror Darkly. Uh, let me mention that this is a foil of him. Nice. We've got Anthropology, Two Leadership, Officer, and Two Treachery. Oh, man. I, well, I'm fairly sure those twos are right. Uh, and the officer's probably... Well, I can tell you right now, the one version has archaeology. He does. Is it? Uh, okay. Because um, archaeology is where I was leaning away from. That... Um, that doesn't necessarily mean that, I mean, you know, there are a lot of 2E1E versions that are different, but of those, he's got to be an officer. Yeah, got to be got a double leader, double treasury. Yeah, I think that, uh, I think that Anthro should be archaeology, right? Is that what you're going uh, for? Yeah. That is correct. Yeah. Um, it's, actually, right. it's actually law, but uh, we'll take it, so. Very good. Uh, anthropology is actually law. You have won oh, eight law, cards. Huh? Yeah. So, oh, wow. Yeah, very good, though. You still, you still get it. Um, Luckily, we don't have to replace it correctly. Exactly. Now that, yeah, I'm doing that next time. You guys are going to take all, all ten of these, I'm, I'm thinking. All right. Uh, number nine is a Paler Toff trader. Uh, I believe he's from Energize, but this is a foil version of him. And it is anthropology, biology, diplomacy, treachery. Yeah, I didn't hear acquisition on there. Uh, and how many of these did I put in the kits to send off to people when I never actually looked down at the card? Uh, All right. Um, well, it's got to be one of those first two skills then if this is a two-week card, right? Man, yeah, you know, I... Oh, that's a good point. They have to be in alphabetical order. That's right. I didn't say it, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> so it could be the second one, or it could be the first one. What were they again? Sure. We've got anthropology, biology, diplomacy, or treachery. Man, I have no freaking clue. Yeah. Well, do we want to game the system and skip this one and go on to the next one that we know? <laughs> I, <think so. laughs> I mean, I'm a thousand percent more confident in my knowledge of Jadzia than I am of of uh, Baylor uh, Toff. I, I I really thought he would have acquisition, um, but I could be wrong. I, I actually I think that second one's got. Why would he have biology? That doesn't make any sense at all. I mean that that's that would I how I would reason it out. Yeah. I think we're going to take the skip and with our with with the uh, with with the side bet that said it was biology. Well, it's a good thing you took the skip because you were nowhere close. <laughs> wow! All right. <laughs> oh, but you're not gaming the system. You're doing the right thing. Yeah, his uh, treachery is actually law. Whoa! Oh. Who, who is this again? Paler Toff, alien or Paler Toff trader. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I, his skills make absolutely no sense. So. Uh, very good. That one I'm going to keep. However, you yeah. guys do get to play for the ultra rare Jedzia Dax Blaze of Glory foil. Woo! Yes, very exciting. I will be sad to see her go. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know how you're at a carnival and they put the big prizes out there to entice you to play. 
yeah, that yeah, you never win them. That's that's the idea. But anyway, uh, Jadzia Dax, Klingon, Blaze of Glory, Ultra Rare Foil, Classification Science, first skill Engineer, second skill Diplomacy, third skill Astrophysics, fourth skill Honor. What's it gonna be, guys? Free guess. Yep, that basically. sounds right to me. Uh, uh, I would normally say diplomacy but I remember lamenting over and over her lack of actual scientific skills Uh, I'm pretty sure Astro is wrong I can't help I I I can't remember the last time I put her in one of my decks I don't play a lot of the Blood Oath stuff Um, yeah where's because Every where's Matt Kirk around when you need him? Every time I expected <laughs> her to have astro or physics or navigation yeah. or stellar, all of those things that she has in her Fed versions, yeah, um, she doesn't. Okay, well then I'm with you. We'll go with uh, go with astrophysics. Unfortunately, that is correct. So you guys are going to win for a very very lucky <laughs> listener. Goodbye, Jedzia Dax. <laughs> what, is, what, what does she have? Does she have archaeology or something? Is it arco or anthro, I think? It's actually anthro. anthro. Very good. Yeah, it's anthropology. Yeah. Sweet. Very good, guys. Congratulations. That was very fun. Very hard. Yay, Dax Trevia. All right. All right. So Internet high five. Won, you just won nine rares for a very lucky home listener. All right. Very good. Uh, let's finish the game up here. That took a lot longer than I expected. Sorry about that. Uh, five more questions to finish the round. The winner is going to play a little bonus round and hopefully win a V-foil for a lucky home listener. If you're ready, let's move on to question number six. In 2E, name two of the two cost events from the set Necessary Evil. Rogue. Crap. You typed in EGAD. Does that mean you know the answer? I know. I no that was I typed that in a long time ago, and it's been three answers since I've buzzed in. <laughs> Plus the the fizzbin on not Tuesday. <laughs> uh, two cost event from Necessary Evil. Yes. Uh, and I immediately started thinking of two cost dilemmas. Um. Oh, what is the name of that thing where they're capturing Rom? Uh. I think we're out of nope. time on that. Sorry, Rogue. Uh, Dan, do you want to take a shot at this? It's free. Uh, two costers from Necessary Evil? Uh, no, I have, I have no idea. All right, well, uh, no points won or lost on that one. Uh, okay. We've got uh, 16 different events here. <laughs> and they're all two costs? They're all two all, costs. The only thing I can think of were, like, uh, deploy the fleet party, and they're all one. Yeah, uh, party, ex- party atmosphere. Right. Uh, we've, what is yeah, a those are all one cost. forcing their hand? Is that cost two? That's a cost two. Uh, we've got all oh. out war. All out war. Yeah, oh. pass. Caught in the act. Perfect. Caught in the act. That's one I was thinking of. Thought maker storage compartment used to be a very popular card. Oh yeah, yeah. Your fear will destroy. That's There's good. A lot of others. All right. So, I can think of them all now. Yep. <laughs> uh, I don't want to name them all, but uh, look them up later. Uh, Rogue, you have ten points. Dan, you have fifteen. We're moving on to question number seven. In the Tribbles customizable card game, which property logo appears on the card? One Tribble bonus and freeze. No take. Oh, Rogue. Rogue's going to take a shot at it. Ooh, you must have put it in just before I did, because I just hit it the last second. All right. Deep Space Nine. That's correct. Very good. For yeah. Points. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's, it's not Bashir. the dude. Uh, Bashir. Bashir. Yeah. All right. Very good. I'll uh, tie it up. Ties game up 15-15. Moving on to question number eight. Uh, in Tui, 
uh, multiple choice of A Sight for Sore Eyes, The Long Journey Home, or Warp Speed Transfer. Of those three cards, which of those is not backwards compatible? Rogue. Uh, not Warp Speed Transfer and not A Sight for Sore Eyes, the other one. That is correct, A Long Journey Home. Yeah. Very good, it gives you five points, moves you to 20 points, to Dan's 15. And we move on to question number nine. Two more questions in the round, still anyone's game. In 1E, the backwards compatible B4 has the ability to gain a skill that no other non-aligned 1E personnel has. Dan? Intelligence. Intelligence is correct. Tying the game up. 20 points each. Very good. So, was that just a massive decipher snafu, or what's the story on that card anyway? You know, it's a backwards compatible card. Who knows? Exactly. Well, we have one more question in the round. Whoever answers this correctly is going to win the game and play for a very nice V-foil. In the event of a tie, we'll go on and play a uh, warp speed round, and uh, that should be a lot of fun. So if you guys just want to miss this one, that's okay. But no, I'm, just <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, moving on to question number 10 here. Uh, in 1E... Which special download does the card Miles O'Brien from the Fajo collection have? Rogue. Near Warp mm. Transport. That is correct. For <laughs> the game. Very good. Well played. Well played, guys. Very good. Uh, Want to thank. Uh, we thank Dan, our runner-up for playing Hard Pot Game. We hope you had a lot of fun playing. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, Rogue, congratulations uh, on winning the game. Not by much, but that was a lot of fun. <laughs> Rogue, for winning the game, you win an extra pack of cards for a lucky viewer. Uh, which pack of cards would you like to give to that lucky viewer? Ooh, well, uh, um, let's pair up with the earlier pack and go with uh, Dominion. Very good. Very good. All right. Um, very good. So, uh, for winning the game... You're going to play Gift of the, Gift of the Tormentor. A uh, harder question has been picked out. I'm going to ask the question, and you're going to have 30 seconds to think about it. After 30 seconds, I'm going to ask you for your answer. If you're correct, you're going to win a V-foil for my collection for a lucky viewer. So uh, the question for you, Rogue, today is disregarding premium cards, uh, that is, cards not released in sets, uh, which year had the release of the most 2E template cards and uh, consider in your answer that reprints of a card, such as archive portrait, portrait foils and archive foils, count as different cards than their rare counterpart for this count. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay, so I need to know which year the most 2E template cards have come out. And go. Well, let's see. Uh... I have a nice gauge for 2E because I moved to San Diego in 03, uh, which was shortly after things really picked up and Necessary Evil was 04. Um, part of me wants to say a bunch of cards came out after they had their big gap of no cards coming out, which would have been something like uh, Strange New Worlds and you know, starting with Strange New Worlds and, and all of that. Um, but I don't remember how long that was after Necessary Evil. Uh, All right, well, I'm going to have to ask you for your answer. 2000 and uh, let's go with six. 2006. 
that year to boldly go dangerous missions captain's log and the genesis set came out for a total of 326 cards however that total is less than the 415 cards that came out in the initial set from 2002 so unfortunately that is ah. no v foil for our lucky home listener and interestingly enough no set no year actually totaled more than 415 cards so uh unfortunately no v card but uh hope you guys had a lot of fun hope you had a lot of fun congratulations on winning again and uh this is corbin johnson saying so long and thanks for all the trash be sure to turn in to section 31 to find out more about how to enter the contest to win the prizes featured on today's show Promotional consideration for today's show was provided by 2D6 Games and Hobbies. Follow them today on Twitter at 2D6 GMSN HBBYS or on Facebook at 2D6 Games and Hobbies. You can browse a sample of their full selection on eBay. Can't find what you need? Email Jason at 2D6 Games and Hobbies at gmail.com for inquiries. Star Trek in all forms is copyright and trademark of CBS Paramount Studios, which has no affiliation with myself or trekcc.org. This podcast is for non-profit use only. A special thanks to cameronmusic.co.uk for additional music used in the podcast. Contestants were furnished before the show with rules of the game. And portions of the show not affecting the outcome were edited for time. We are looking for contestants for a 1E and 2E trivia game show. If you would like to be a contestant on the Star Trek CCG game show, contact Corbin at CorbinQ27 on the Trek CC boards. And good luck! Season 2 is just getting started. Look for an upgraded version of this show to begin shortly, as well as our all-new 2E format called Shakedown, set to begin soon. You know, we can do a little Q&A, a short Q&A afterwards and oh, yeah. have a better idea of what to ask. Okay. Hopefully you're not in a bad mood because you lose or something. No. <laughs> <laughs> Where do you get these crappy questions? These are awful. <laughs> Name three of the 1E template cards that have the skill of Dan. Oh, oh, wait. Hold on. Did you guys? Oh, Rogue buzzed in first. No, that was our test. Oh, you guys were testing. Let's try that again. <laughs> it's a, it's 8.49. Those were at 8.44. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You guys have no idea what I was asking. All right. Oh, let's try again.